Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we have seen the second Shang-Chi trailer, and it is time to talk about this trailer. Break it down frame by frame. Let's get into it. All that right off this ad we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll, and in our second chair today, we have the wonderful Brian V. Klein. How you doing, Brian? Good, good. That was such an awesome uh, trailer, and can't wait to talk about it, dude. It really is. I, I'm we. I had to work all weekend, and as as the people can hear, Jeff and Ashley were both busy all weekend and still tonight. So I was like, let's get our good friend BVK over here and let's talk about this trailer a little bit, so that we don't, uh, g- you know, don't go any longer without doing it. Um, so, what do you think? What did you think of this trailer in general? Um, loved it. Uh, it's, Shang-Chi is one of those characters, I'm pretty well versed in a lot of the stuff that's Marvel, but I'm not too deep into his character, so seeing the trailer and the new little things that, uh, were added to it just makes me more, I mean, Marvel and MCU especially has that ability to just get you, you know, intrigued and pumped for, with just the littlest things, and this trailer has a bunch of little things, but also a couple big holy crap things, too, so. Right, right. I can't say, the main thing I want to really say is, like, this trailer has, like, some representation, it, like, is highlighting some representation that Marvel has has really been ignoring some people for a long time, and they're finally getting representation in the Marvel Universe for people who love Abomination. Exactly. <laughs> he finally might be in a good movie, right? I kid, I kid, I kid, no, I yeah. kid. And I kid, I kid, obviously, too, with the representation joke. But, uh, no, like, yeah, I am so pumped. I, that is abomination, right? Do you, you think it's abomination, yes, right? We know for sure. So, a uh, little backstory on this. We were recording, um, the show that I host on the Stranded Panda Network, uh, uh, Source pages. Source pages. Thanks for reminding me of that. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday night, myself, Haley Hobbs, and Jeff Randall were recording, and after we got done, we watched the trailer for the first time, the three of us all together. And I had the closed captioning on, and when it came on there, it says, Abomination Roars. And we're like, holy crap, it is Abomination, because at first we were oh. like, is it? But it says, Abomination Roars, in the closed captioning. So that's Abomination Confirmed. Wow. Okay, sweet. No, I hadn't noticed that in the closed captioning. Mm-hmm. That's great. That is great. Cool. Um, well, I, I just, I can't be more, you know, you know, I love Abomination. I talk about, I've been saying how much I wanted him back for like a long, long time. I remember them saying, isn't Tim Roth and Emil Blonsky was already, um, he was already set to come back in She-Hulk, I believe. That's right. He announced right, yeah. he was back for that. So him coming in here. Now, I don't think they do that. There are a number of abominations in comics. I wouldn't think that they would make multiple abominations for this. I mean, it has to be, it has to be Emil Blonsky. It has to be the yeah, Tim Roth character. Be, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. 100%. I, I, I think there's no way that it's not, you know, the abomination we know. And like, the thing that's most exciting to me about that, obviously abomination is incredibly exciting to me because that's a character that I really love. Mm-hmm. I love the actor who plays him, but like, and we know he's already coming back for She-Hulk. So, I, and he's good. That's that's a courtroom series. So my thinking is maybe something happens in this that he has to be in court for, right? Like that kind of makes sense. Or they're still trying him for the damage he did to Harlem back, you know, twelve years ago. Whatever. Sure, but that's a really long time for him <laughs> yeah. to have not gotten on trial. And, and you know, maybe that's what it's about. Like it kind of mimics real life. If like. 
the Shield series is about. Like, like it's like it's like they threw him in the fridge. It's kind of like Guantanamo. You know, you've got these people who've been waiting to stand trial for like twenty years because they like they, they, because it's like a tricky legal legal it's hung, gray it's area. Up in the appell- yeah, it's been hung up in the appellate courts. So. Yeah, exactly. So Emil Blonsky <laughs> has been like hung up in the appellate courts all this time. Um, anyway, so. The thing that excites me even more than that, though, is like if those two characters who are from two completely different parts of the universe, if those two characters are in this movie, who else is in this movie? I can tell you right now, and this is another thing that's been brought up in our chat, and it has to be debunked because most people know that I am a big Fin Fang Foom fan. That was not Fin Fang Foom in the water underwater scene. That was a character called the Great Protector. Okay, he is a dragon. He's been in the. I think he was briefly glimpsed in the first trailer, but I know that he's been out there in the promotional side with the toys and the the pops and stuff. So he is. It's not Fin Fang Foom. Fin Fang Foom does have a um, history with the Ten Rings. Um, I believe he was the one that actually brought him to Wenwu or whoever the the first um, Mandarin was or had something to do with that. But that is not him in the movie. He could show up. I hope he does. I'd lose my shit. But that wasn't him in the trailer. What? Well, <laughs> give me a see, I know nothing about Fin Fang Foom or uh, any of the dragons of the Marvel Universe. So, like, tell me, give me, like, the one minute version of, like, what's up with the dragons? It all depends. If this one, it was, you knew that they were going to pull from this that uh, the mythology because uh, Asia and Chinese mythology has a lot of strong dragons in the background in their in their history. So I think that's what they described. Why with this great protector, he's his name is the great protector, which sounds you know omnipotent. But I end up thinking from what I'm looking at it is that he could be one of the uh, antagonists in the movie too. So, um, I can't really get into Fin Fang Foom too much because he is sort of like a, uh, um, a weird kid. He's usually a bad guy. He's usually a guy that creates a lot of havoc and stuff like that. They used him in the Modoc series for comic relief, which was funny, but I, I liked it because he does not get any representation usually because he's such an obscure character. Right. But, um, I know you're a fan. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of him. Which makes it good. It makes it hard getting merchandise for him because it's very rare. But I have some. I've got a big 18 inch uh, Marvel Legends here and a couple T-shirts. So. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, okay. Well, the the thing we mostly do on these breakdown episodes is go frame by frame and try to talk about this trailer and see if there's anything we catch. Maybe that on just a, a initial viewing we might not. So I guess let's get into that. Um, and there are a few things that are notable uh, for sure. That I've already like kind of just looking at the looking at the trailer closely. I've seen, but let's get into it and kind of talk about this thing frame for frame and see what you think. If you are not uh, watching this on YouTube or Twitch, uh, check it out on YouTube. We're we'll, this this if if this if this episode's out online, it's probably out on YouTube as well. So uh, check it out if you want to see like exactly the frames we're looking at and things like that. So here we go. Let's look at this thing. All There's right, five five of the ten rings. Yeah. So the ten rings. I I always in comics they're rings as in uh finger jewelry like finger jewelry yeah yeah but they in, have had instances where they are actual like uh, banglets or bangle whatever those things are you know okay I would think that those things if they're not activated would be hindrances in fighting because they're moving around too much on your hands <laughs> yeah I wonder I, I assume it could be could be used for protection like if you're if a sword's coming at you you could probably use them to block and things um, yeah. If you're if you're proficient enough with them, I'm sure they could be an asset and not a uh, detriment. But I see what you're saying for sure. Um, I, I 
does it, it, it seems to be, it appears to me that like the Ten Rings in this lore is going to be more like a single thing. Like it seems like they're always working together, at least in the moments we've seen in the trailer. The way I understand it yeah. from comics is they work as like different rings do different things. Yeah. Like I said, that is, I remember it being almost like a, um, not quite an infinity stone type thing, but each ring has a different power set, which if we're looking at here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So that's, that's probably the 10 representations of the 10 rings there. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm really curious if we have any, if we have any Chinese viewers or listeners do, do these characters, like what do these characters mean? I wonder if, if, if anything, or there, or they could be, you know, representations of the, of something. Anyway, yeah, we're looking at a flag waving. And, Looks uh, to be on a battlefield or something. Yeah, and then then a, the first shot of these rings activating, which looks amazing. Yeah, it's. I'm never concerned with the CGI usually with um in Marvel in the MCU films. Yeah, the, and this looks this looks really good. And then there's a shot of uh, I guess the Mandarin uh, swinging. Wen Wu. Is, is that is that the so so is he the Mandarin? It's Wen Wu the Mandarin. Uh, Wen Wu Wen Wu is Shang Chi's father, and I believe he is the Mandarin in the movie. Correct. Okay, so Wen Wu uh, throwing it it, it, show, it showed him like slinging them as almost like a melee device, and then throwing them and like blasting a door open in a castle. It's like, and then again, it looks like either ancient times or some other realm. I. I we, we've discussed that on the cast, like, you know, it, it kind of looks like ancient times, ancient, some sort of ancient battle. What What are your thoughts on that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have learned with MCU altogether to enjoy what you're seeing and try to, I mean, obviously your guy's job is to speculate on stuff, but don't lose your collective minds over it because then if you're wrong, it's just like, oh my God, I mean, WandaVision oh, yeah. taught us anything, it's... You know, temper your expectations. And so with this, it's like, I, 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 if it's one thing, it's cool. If it's the other thing, it's cool. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. It, the, the thing with, <laughs> the thing that not to, uh, not to point any fingers at any two other MCU cast, uh, <laughs> players, but like, <laughs> you gotta, you, you can speculate all you want, enjoy the speculation and talk about the options and possibilities, but don't get so held on to one theory. That you're that you're not uh, enjoying the thing, you know. Are you talking about uh, Matthew Fox and Jay Scotty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the, <laughs> those are the two that those are the two regular MCU cast contributors I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> talking out of school about some people, huh? Um. <laughs> so I'm zo- zooming through the trailer here, still, uh, just kind of like there's a there's a there's a moment of him talking to his son, uh, Win Wu, talking to his son Shang Chi, and he says um, an interesting line. He's like. These ten rings have given my, our family power for generations. If you want them to be yours, you must learn uh, to show me that you are strong enough to handle them, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something to that effect. It's interesting. What do you think? The, the character of Shang Chi. Clearly, he's he's resisted being a part of his father's world. Right. It's it's almost like one of those uh, mafia type movies where the, the the heir apparent is given the opportunity to take over the family business, so to speak, and mm-hmm. he doesn't want to continue it on that way. I mean, I, Shang Chi has always been a, a benevolent uh, character where he's not following in the footsteps of the 
the, the criminal organization pretty much. So yeah. obviously in this side, they're not going to create a whole movie about someone that ends up going to be the bad guy and is going to, you know, cause havoc unless there's a big hero turn at the end. But it's almost, he's already shown in the, in the previous trailer is that he's taking time off. They gave him what, 10 years to find himself. And it seems like he doesn't want to come back. Yeah. 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 He got, he got his rumspringa. Uh, and he, and he's, he's, he's now resistant to come back, but then he's, uh, you know, clearly there's something's going to bring him back into the story and it looks like they either are forcing his hand to come back into the story. There's, there's all these, uh, shots of him. It's, it's like, there's, there's a lot of discussion of him and his father and his mother and how he's, they're both parts of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also do f- seem to focus on, if you look at that shot there, you've got the mother who is in the traditional garb okay. with him, and then um, Katie, who is the Aquafina character, they look like they're dressed in more Western gear. So that's sort of like his bringing over his current situation over to you know, them wanting to bring him back into the fold of the, the tradition of his family. Yeah. I, I see that as being both like the, the old school and the new school. Hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really I'm 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 finding myself already excited to get to know this character. Like watching him fight and stuff looks really fun. Uh, mm-hmm. It's almost like he's he he seems to panic a little more. Like there's the moment where he's falling of the bus and his feet are kind of kicking under the bus in this trailer, right. and that made me like it. Just I don't know. It looks it looks like I'm going to be scared for him in moments, which is exciting. I think in the time that he was away on his ten year, you know. Rumspringer, for lack of a better word, is that he probably didn't use that time advancing his training as much as he probably right. could have. Right. And so he got kind of rusty. Absolutely. Uh, I, th- I think you're right. I think you're probably right. So, so you mentioned that being his mother. I'm not sure if that's his mother here. I may be wrong, but that la- that lady is the one who a moment ago said your mother, as if she's talking about someone else. I believe your mother is a part of you, and your father is a part of you. So I think it's possible, and I think this shot, this next shot, is a shot of him as a child with his mother. Um, so I'm I'm thinking something happened to his mother. Probably part of the reason he hates his father. Or okay, um, so Michelle Yeoh's not, or Michelle Yeoh's not his mother. Then okay, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent. I think this is his mother. I believe it could be a younger version of her too, because that's obviously a younger version of Shang Chi. That's true. That's true. Um, that is that is possible. Yeah, I just think I think Michelle Yeoh in that in that first moment says your mother is a part of you just like your father, which she could be talking in the third person. That's also an option. <laughs> That's true. Um, so funny trying to, br- to break these trailers down. Talk about all the little things. So then we get a shot of a bunch of people training at a Ten Rings facility. There's Ten Rings symbols all over the walls. Ten Rings, a big Ten Ring symbol on the floor. Kurt, uh, you know, very cool, very cool looking. Like, I want to know things like, how are these guys going to interact with, like, the Eternals, you know? Are are, mm-hmm. are, are we going to get some sort of crossover when they're telling all the history of this part of the world? Is, are they going to have some Eternals crossovers here or there? I don't know. Seems you possible. would think that it could, it, that could be a possible uh, end credit or mid-credit scene, since that'll be the movie that comes out after this. Yeah. Yeah, if this yeah. takes place over a certain amount of time, and we obviously think that the Eternals may have obvi- may have been gone for a period of time, or had their minds, you know, they didn't know who they were. 
Yeah. Obviously, when they didn't stop Thanos, or maybe that's, you know, no, that's a whole different podcast. Um, but <laughs> you know, I, I definitely love to see how they're all going to, you know, when you bring in more of these people and more of these franchise or more of these titles into the franchise, how they mix with each other. Yeah, especially as they, like, reach into the past or, like, mm-hmm. the traditions of the past with Shang-Chi and Eternals. Like, what, what how did they interact with the MCU's past? Um, that's, right. That's kind of cool and interesting stuff. I really love this shot. It's very effective in the trailer. Um, where it shows one, one of, uh, Wenwu's men trying to stab a young Shang-Chi, and then it cuts to, looks like the same man trying to stab him in the future, and Shang-Chi blocking it the same way. And his, it's like his realization that he's fighting the same man. Um, yeah, they're called the, that's the Death Dealer. Death Dealer. Alright. Yeah. That's cool. a, that's one of the hardest uh, things to find on the uh, in the merchandising because it just seems like that's the one that's a little bit different than everything else. Him and the Great Protector mm. products out there go quick, and the rest of the characters are they're actually moving pretty good from what I see. So it's it's uh it's good to see. Yeah, yeah. This is the kind of shot where we I get to, and I'm immediately like, oh my gosh, there's too much going on. What there could be all kinds of Easter eggs in here. Let's look. Right. It's some sort of this the party atmosphere. This must be later. So like we've seen this later in the trailer. We see the shot where Abomination and we're being. Is it Wong? Do we do we know that it's Wong? Um, I'm not sure. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm seeing on the internet everybody's saying it's Wong, but we'll we'll watch it freeze frame in a minute, and you can tell me if you see. If you think it's Wong. It does say, yeah, I know Benedict Wong is in the movie. Oh, is he? Okay. See, yeah. I, I wasn't even sure of that. So, so that makes sense. Okay. Uh, it, it looks like him, but like, you never really can see his face in this trailer. So right. I wasn't sure if it was just like another character that looked similar to him. Um, this is though, there's like a strike team attacking the tournament. At least I'm assuming that's what this is, is the tournament that we were expecting in this movie. Right. Um, I, I guess that could be the strike team that's coming for Shang-Chi. And then, uh, it, it, there's, there's all this really great fight stuff. Yeah, um, the scaffolding fight stuff looks really cool. Yeah, I, I that scene is going to be incredible. Just because it gives you that sense of, not only is it they're fighting there, but man, one slip and you're, you're pretty much dead. You're yeah. falling. The you precision. Know, they can't fly that we know of. Yeah. Yeah, it just shows the, the precision of the character, and the, all the characters, really. And then you, you see a really great shot of Shang-Chi falling a long way and then just landing on his chest and just barely surviving this. And I love the, uh, you know, just looking down. You, it's really cool shot. Um, and, and then his father saying, I told my men if they tried to kill you, they wouldn't be able to. So he like had faith that his son would be able to weather that trial as it were. But like Shang-Chi does not look too happy about the fact that <laughs> he's saying that. Right. I'm not seeing a lot in the way of like, there's all these shots that have a lot going on and I want to look at them for Easter eggs, but I'm not seeing a lot really. So I'm guessing this is his father, Wen Wu, earlier in life, and that's a young Shang-Chi. And he's watching his dad like be a criminal, basically, looks like, which he says, you know, he's telling, he's talking about his dad in the scene, talking about Aquafina, saying, you know, he's, he's just a criminal. He's a powerful man, but he's just a criminal. He uses his power to, commit crimes. And I'm, 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 I'm thinking we're going to get a little more on the backstory of that. Like, Oh yeah. That Wu will have a more complicated history than just being a criminal, you know? 
Right, because you know that he is a the, that legend of the Mandarin is something that's already out there, as we saw in Iron Man three. So if this is the actual guy that was, you know, I know that the Trevor Slattery character made it a caricature in a sense, but there still was that side of the Mandarin that struck fear into people. So now that we see what he can do, I mean, hell, when you show that first scene with the five rings and he used it as a melee weapon to take out a door, and then in that one scene he used it at close range to hit a person, that guy probably exploded. <laughs> just, I mean, that went through him and just like disintegrated him. Right. Man. It's like, whew, that's why they don't show it on scene, man. It's just, yeah. MC, yeah, yeah. Don't show the death on scene like that because that would just be like way too. <laughs> there's the R rating right there. <laughs> and then we get, a, we get a shot of Shang-Chi watching uh, Michelle Yeoh's character uh, uh, leaf bending. <laughs> that's it. That's right. It's sort of probably like a, an air bending type thing there. Yeah, totally. Because it's not moving the ground, so it's not earth bending. Do you think that, yeah, it's, it's just a joke. It's just me yeah. bending. Um, <laughs> but, uh, then there's a shot of a bus running over a very fancy car. What do you think the odds are that that fancy car is one that Shang-Chi parked? Probably pretty good. <laughs> right? Uh, or someone, someone important parked it there. Exactly. Like, I, I could totally see, like, some jerk or something, like, giving the keys to Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi parking the car. And then, like that happening to the car later. Well, if you look at it too, and that scene, the curb is parked, or the the curb is painted yellow, and that usually means I think that you're not supposed to park there. Yeah, most of the time. So I could actually see. You know, what's funny is that all of a sudden after that scene, Tony Stark comes walking out, like, "What the hell? <laughs> oh man, what a great cameo that would be! <laughs> like if this yeah. is happening a few years earlier or something." Yeah, obviously, yeah. This is not if it's up the if it's current date, then that'd be kind of Whew. creepy. Look at that. Oh man, look how close this comes. Uh, what's it, Razor Fist? Is that his name? Taser Face. Um, no, it is, um, crap. I, razor, yeah, Razor Fist. Ah, I thought so. And I was like, you, I thought that was what's his face from, uh, the, 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 the Expanse. The Expanse. He, yeah. he looks a lot like him in that first trailer, but then when yeah. I really slowed it down, I was like, oh, maybe not. No, but he does strike. I mean, they could be, you know, they could play brothers in a movie together or something. Oh, for sure. Um, Shang-Chi back with his life, with his friends, and him and Aquafina are just close. Um, it seems like yeah, those are like shots I think they used in the first trailer, too, with them sitting around the table. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, man. So they're going to uh, just have this crazy, like, out of, you know, what's the fish out of water story, you know? Um with, with the two of these people, especially with Aquafina, you know, she, I feel she's going to really be the eyes of the audience through this movie. I really, yeah, I really thought that was that was the guy from The Expanse with, that was just beefed up. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty beefy on The Expanse too, but probably, yeah. yeah, he got he got the Marvel treatment and got yeah, right there you could tell you could you could tell it's yeah. not him. He doesn't have the same eyes. Yeah, for sure. But he's got the he pretty much looks. He has the same haircut, same style, same build. Mm-hmm. But he has a hand instead of a. That's a freaking cool ass attachment. Yeah, dude. Like, like watching, a- I love, I love, I love being able to watch this stuff frame for frame, and you just get to appreciate like how good at this stuff Marvel is, you know? Right. Oh, we get to see a lion dog. I forgot their. I don't know what their they're, actual they're, names they're, are. They're called like the spirit lions or something. Oh, look at this! This is big, actually. This this shot, I hadn't seen it slow mo like this. Um, we've talked about this other other realm or ancient times and whether it's other realm or ancient times. Looks like it's going to be other realm because you see what I'm seeing. You see these modern day soldiers 
fighting, uh, you know, like ancient creatures and ancient people with ancient weaponry. Um, if I could get a little bit spoilery with what I know from the merchandising, there is a... Don't do too merchandise Careful. I don't know. Well, it's, it's Sometimes out there merchandise the is it's crazy. Out, it's out there in the store. You can see it. It's for sale right now, so... Right. Sometimes they, just, sometimes they do stupid things. But go ahead. Just a spoiler alert, everybody, for merchandise spoilers. Go ahead. Uh, there is a, a Target-exclusive Marvel Legends where Katie, the Aquafina character, is dressed in that red garb. Oh, okay, gotcha. That's not too bad. So, <laughs> I mean, for her being a modern-day person... So yeah, yeah, oh, I, mean, I see what you're saying. So this could be a modern-day thing with them fighting in some kind of, uh, like medieval setting because there is still sort of that setting in in modern day asia where they have like the the tory designs and the roofs like that sure so. sure it's just some of those battles seemed like they were definitely going to be ancient and now oh, yeah. and, it, and it could be a uh you know somewhere in the past somewhere in the present yeah that's that this is definitely a present one looking at this though like it makes me think that maybe none of it's in the distant past maybe it's all in modern times uh but i don't know could be could be either way could be either way for sure that's true um, all right. Well, so we see, so <laughs> this shot, we finally, um, get the same shot we saw in the last trailer. There was, there was some debate among us about, uh, he's fighting his sister. Uh, we're back in the, uh, sort of fight club. Really cool shot of Wu getting the rings on his arms, them like flying to him, similar to what I, how Iron Man is. Right. And then here's him underwater with... The Great Protector. Yeah. Not Fin Fang Foom. Seeing a dragon for the first time. It's really cool. Yeah, see, that's definitely yeah. current time, because that's when we were there fighting in that in that setting. Yeah, or Shang-Chi, is, you mean? Oh, yeah. Is that Shang-Chi, or is that one? Okay, sorry. It was the, I think the it's Shang-Chi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that is Shang-Chi, okay. Yeah. So it is, that is current day, then, or, or current time. Yeah, there, and there's another shot in the first trailer where it showed Wu and Shang-Chi fighting in, like, a temple similar to that. So I'm assuming this is probably a similar area of the, of the, of the, of the movie. And that um, was the, uh, that was the Harry versus Voldemort shot right there. <laughs> with them, 100%. With them, 100%. With them, there's certain powers each, you know, negating itself, or either that or, like, the, the, the Kylo and, uh, uh, Ray. Ray, I couldn't think of her name. Freaking beast! I'm losing my Star Wars. <laughs> the Kylo and Ray scene in uh, Last Jedi, where they're both, you know, grabbing each other, and there's the uh, mm-hmm. uh, the force pull between them. So it's a really cool shot, though. Yeah, it is, and it, it looks like they're actually like fighting over the Ten Rings. So, what do you think this tournament's all about? Do we know anything about the tournament? In, in- <sighs> not at, not at all. I mean, it could be the final thing that is in the, you know his end of the. Rumspringer, I guess, to come back because it's obviously in the current time. So, and yeah, you could totally tell right there that that was uh, that's abomination. Yes, yeah. he has like some gills though, like some little flaps on his face that look almost like gills. And I, I looked back at abomination; they don't. He doesn't have those that I see. You see, what I'm saying those things on his cheek. Yeah, they could have. Uh, I don't know. He they could have experimented different. on him. He's been gone twelve years. But like that could be armor. I don't even know. But like it looks, uh, it looks it looks a little different, but close enough. And if it's in the trailers, then or whatever, you know, in the uh... yeah, that's definitely the shot before the first shot you saw. Definitely looked like Wong, 
And then it also looks like there he's doing the... Yeah, he's the, he's the, definitely the, doing the same magics that Wong does, for sure. And, like, yeah. if he's in this movie, I have no doubt that that's him. I just didn't know he was in this movie. So, no. seeing... So, you know, I, I they never actually show his face, really. It looks like him... Like, he's too blurry here. Even looking, even looking frame for frame, you can't really tell if that's Wong or not to me. If not, it's definitely, uh, a, a wizard. Uh, a wizard. Yeah. One, one of the, the big one of the big three. three. Yeah. I like your shirt. <laughs> I like your shirt a lot, man. <laughs> that's a great shirt. There's also something in this shot. We, we, there's been much debate about. So th- there's that star with the circle in the background. And we watched the first trailer. There was debate about whether it was oh cap shield or cap the, shield um, or the Madripoor flag. Madripoor, yeah. Which uh, in this, I still don't know for sure. Like <laughs> there it is. That looks a little more red. It does. It definitely looks more red. But the Madripoor flag has three stars, or no, it has a little lion on it. Oh, um, and this does not. So that looks more like that looks more like Red Guardian now. Oh, interesting. Add a third character to the mix. Red yeah. Guardian, Magic Four, <laughs> Captain America. You know, Marvel does not like, Marvel likes us talking about stuff, the littlest things, because they know how nitpicky, not nitpicky, but how, like, every little Easter egg minute thing that's there. It's like, oh my god, those chains that are hanging right there look like they could have been forged in blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just oh, one yeah. of the things that, but it sets their attention to detail, which keeps us talking, you know, between things. It's the, it's the most minute things. Yeah. Well, that's, and, and that's why I really appreciate you coming on today and doing this episode with me because we really have, uh, a pe- we've had people writing in to us asking us to please, 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 uh, jump in here and do an episode on, on the Shang-Chi trailer. Um, but we, we were busy this weekend. None of us could get together. So thanks for, uh, thanks for hopping on, BBK. Um, and that's the whole trailer. Um, any, any final thoughts? I'm just, Sight. It's you know. There's so much. To, there's so much good stuff coming, which is good because that helps. Uh, gives me material for the uh, the podcast I've got in the network now. So <laughs> true, 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 true. Um, sweet man. Well, uh, thanks for being on, and uh, we'll be back, man. We're gonna be back tomorrow with another episode. We've got um, oh gosh, we have feedback. our Loki feedback episode. The next we were looking at a calendar earlier and the next like three weeks are just insane for Marvel stuff because we've got obviously Loki continuing on. And then, uh, in two weeks we have black widow coming. So it's going to be great. It's going to be really exciting. That's like 10 days from now. Almost. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Very exciting. Marvel movie. Woo. Yes. First one in like two years. Has it been two years? Yeah. July uh, of 2019. was when, um, Far From Home came out. Wow. Two years, guys. Yep. Crazy. Well, thanks for being on, BVK. Uh, let, let them know. Tell them more about Source Pages. Source Pages is a uh, podcast that we have in the network where we take novels and comics as primers or continuations or source materials for movies and TV shows. And we just recorded our first episode. It's out there on Apple and Google and Spotify and everything where myself and Haley Hobbs, who is with me on the show, are joined by Jeff Randall and we talk about Black Widow, Deadly Origin, and the Prelude comics is sort of a primer to get us ready for the movie. I mean, we already know Nat's character, but it gives us a little bit more of her her backstory that we haven't seen yet and where it could go and what they could use. And it's just a lot of fun. So check us out. It's the source pages, um, on all the places where you can find podcasts. Yeah, man, I'm really excited about that show being on the network. Like 
Uh, it's just it's just such a cool companion to everything we already do, and uh, a chance for everybody to go check out some of the source material. So please check out source pages. Go subscribe. Go throw them a five star review on iTunes because that's like the best way you can help a brand new podcast. If we can oh, get them is. like fifty or sixty new. Uh, reviews. Also, we'll do a shirt giveaway this week. If you go do do a review on their iTunes, and uh, we'll do a we'll do a we'll we'll do a random number generator and pick a review and throw out a Stranded Panda shirt or a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast shirt or whatever, uh, whatever you like. Um, to get to Thanks get so them much. Some sounds cool. Of course, yeah, we've man. Got, we've got like fourteen already. So, <laughs> dude, that <laughs> is been, awesome. It's it's been like four days since we launched our episode zero, and it's just been overwhelmingly positive. It's 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 just a fun time, and it's uh, it's just reassuring that people are out there liking new content, and it's just the perfect place. The network is so great, and the 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 all the pandas. You know, yeah, that's to quote the term. It's embarrassing, but it's so fun. That's amazing because I don't think we've asked for reviews at least here on this show. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure you did over there, hopefully, but like, uh, yeah, like that's amazing. 14 reviews on the first week is huge. And that's just, that's just a credit to the, to the community here on Stranded Panda. Uh, thank you guys for, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for being part of it. And we'll be back soon with more content tomorrow with Loki feedback. All right. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.